We're doing it again. We're doing a little pitisode. Yes. For those of you who may not have listened to our previous pitisode because it wasn't about Emily in Paris, this is a little palate cleanser we do in between episodes in which we're recapping Emily in Paris. Um, just, you know, so we can just take a little break. It's a lot of Emily all the time, and she's a lot, you know? And in this episode, we were trying to find, we were trying to think of what we could possibly talk about in the culture that we agree on and or because that's what's fun <laughs> or or that we really like or that we're really intrigued by. Um, and we actually had a hard time because you haven't watched Ticket to Paradise famously. I haven't watched the second season of White Lotus yet. What else have we not watched? We did watch After Sun together, but that might come up in this episode. Put a pin in it. We just watched Matilda together, the new musical on Netflix or the, the new musical mm-hmm. movie on Netflix and decided we weren't ready to talk about it yet. Yeah. <laughs> And then we watched a bunch of videos from past Tonys. And we thought, well, we could do that. But it's a a little niche and a little annoying. (laughs) A little niche and a little annoying. It's a good good solo show. Instead, we're going to talk about something not annoying and not niche. (laughs) Which I did see. We're going to talk about uh, some celebrity gossip, some celebrity news, which is that uh, rumor has it, Phoebe Bridgers and Paul Mescal, their engagement is off. Because she is now with Bo Burnham. That's the rumor. That's the rumor. And I and I will say, <laughs> I did see it. I did see a tweet about it that was like, "This is a big week for insufferables, for the insufferable population." I saw this is Brangelina for people on Lexapro. <laughs> <laughs> really good tweets. Not ours. I wish I could credit. I don't know the handle. I saw it in passing. I I just want to start by saying that like, I'm actually not a big consumer of celebrity gossip. Like I, I, I think because I, I just feel so clear-eyed that we can know nothing, and like we don't know anything. It is not real. Like it feels fictional. Like it all feels fake. I'm like, who's to say? That said, my understanding is that Demois, the platform that does all the celebrity gossip, is often correct about the like nuts and bolts of what's happening. Like there is a breakup or like they're not together. And like the reasoning we could speculate forever. We'll never know. People in my life still don't know the reasons for the things I've stopped doing, the things I've, you know, like there's no way you can know, but that the, at least the scaffolding is a little accurate. So it seems like this might be real. And I sent it to you when I saw it on Instagram somewhere. And I was like, what do we do with this? <laughs> How do we well, you also you sent it to me. So uh, what I'll say is that I do, I love celebrity gossip. I absolutely love it. I adore it. I eat it up. Like it's so satisfying to me. Like a hearty meal. Yeah, like a nice. <laughs> yeah, nur- I feel like nourished by it. Um, so you sent it to me, being like, "Did you hear about Phoebe and Paul?" Mm-hmm. So then I googled Phoebe Bridgers, Paul Mescal. What you didn't tell me was the Bo Burnham thing because i'm like this is all not real <laughs> but now it i'm feeling is. less like that i know I think it is real so <sighs> for those who don't know <laughs> yeah so bo burnham was with lorene scafaria scafaria for like 10 years mm-hmm. she's a movie director she directed hustlers which is such a good movie yeah we both like her as a director i think yeah right? i mean yeah hustlers was awesome and and 
we both love we both love him. You really love him. I'd say you're really a huge fan. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan, long time fan. Yeah, yeah. And I would say I'm a big fan, but like a newer fan. Like I'm I'm a fan of like eighth grade and inside. And I would say mm-hmm. you like kind of like really know all of his specials really really well. Yeah, I returned to them for a long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. And then Phoebe, I'm a very big fan. Mm-hmm. Paul Mescal. But so we're both pretty big fans from his career, yeah. just from like the Sally Rooney cinematic universe. Mm-hmm. And we both saw him in After Sun and he's like, did, gave a really beautiful performance. Again, I was ruined by that film. I can't remember if I've mentioned that on the podcast. I could not stop crying for hours yeah. because of his performance, in part because of his performance. And as part of the Lexapro population, I couldn't cry. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, sad. Really sad. <laughs> sad movie. <laughs> But basically, when you texted me this, I was, like, watching TV with my partner and kind of was, like, whoa. Like, I got so distracted mm-hmm. by, like, feeling like my friends or, like, people in my community broke up mm-hmm. and feeling like people in my community maybe, like, had an affair. I was, like, right. oh, my God. My friend had an affair with someone – with another one of my friends. Yeah. And so two of my friend couples are not broken up. Right. And it made me think a lot about the reaction people had when so first of all we don't know if any of that's true who knows what happened right there's also the thing of like phoebe has a verse on sis's new album where she mm-hmm. alludes to having a fight and being like you're such an asshole blah blah, blah. so it's like maybe paul mescal's an asshole right right placing blame is not our job I, that's no. how i feel i get annoyed when, i will say i get annoyed when people have got like but can you believe she did that and i'm like this isn't real you don't know anything yeah that said <laughs> but it really made me think of the john mulaney discourse mm-hmm. that we that we received as a gift a few couple of years ago <laughs> which was so i'm i like i like john Mulaney. i think it's funny but i don't i wasn't one of his like super fans like i think mm-hmm. there were people who were very 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 obsessed with john Mulaney and very very obsessed with john Mulaney's marriage mm-hmm. he's married to Anna marie tendler who's a mm-hmm. photographer and makeup artist and there's the artist in general and they were like very public about their marriage. Like they had a very like Instagram marriage. Like I think they were together a really long time. Mm-hmm. He did, he had a lot of jokes about her in his sets. They had a dog everyone they loved. Had, yeah, like that had its own Instagram account. Like they were they really like let people in on like a pretty like enviable relationship between two like cool pretty people. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's kind of like a mensch, and she's um, like super hot. Mm-hmm. So that's also I would say I would say that's like not irrelevant. Where it's like they have like the enviable thing of like this nice guy hot girl. Yes, nice guy hot girl. <laughs> where he's like nice but also smart and interesting and funny, and she's like crazy hot. And um, talented. Yeah, and talented. I'm not sure. Try- I'm definitely not trying to erase that. But I also think there's like something to the stereotype of like nerdy guy pulls hot girl that like made people drawn to it, especially because they were both cool and talented. Mm-hmm. So. They broke up. The internet lost their minds because they split. He went to rehab and then he started seeing Olivia Munn, who's like hot in a different way. (laughs) And (laughs) then Olivia Munn was pregnant and having a baby. And people were like, this is not what we came to expect from our dear John Mulaney. Specifically because his stand-up is like, he's a good Catholic boy. And so a lot of- And like a wife guy. Yeah. Life guy, yeah. And just like a wholesome guy, generally. And then it's like, well, we know he has like drug and alcohol addiction. He deals with that. Um, that's like one thing. But then like cheating, because he cheated. That He started dating Olivia Munn before he was separated. It, that was what at least the rumors were. Like while he was in rehab, I think, got together with Olivia Munn. Something like that. The timeline was um, 
uncomfortable for fans of his menschiness. Mm-hmm. And he and people were kind of disapproving of the fact that Olivia Munn was like pretty openly thirsting over John Mulaney on Twitter and Instagram for like years. Mm-hmm. Like she was like obsessed with him and being like, he's so funny. I love him. I approached him like a fangirl, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So people were like, she inserted herself. He fell for her hot girl. A lot magic. of opinions. A lot of opinions. A lot of opinions thrown around. And mm-hmm. then after the internet discourse, there were all these think pieces about how people have like created this parasocial relationship with John Mulaney. And like we think that we have the ownership over these narratives, but we really don't. And we think we know who these people are and that they're characters who are controls instead of like people who change and grow. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's the whole thing. Well, what I think that I think that's all interesting. And what I, the backlash to people having big reactions was really misogynistic, I, I thought. And it was, and it is an interesting thing where it's like, what are we owed from celebrities? Which is to say, like, there's sort of this idea that, like, we should, you know, or there was backlash to the idea that you should have an investment. And it's like, well, no, they profit off of our investment all the time. It doesn't just like go away. Like, we're not, like, you shouldn't just like turn that off because, like, it's like when people are like, but they're people. And it's like, yeah, that, that's true. And also, they do profit off of people caring about their lives. And so, when they do something that feels out of character, which they have been profiting off of, they've been profiting off that character for a long time. You can't like be mad at people for having a very human reaction. It is a human reaction. I think that part of my feeling about that comes from my sister is a fangirl about it and really open about the John Mulaney stuff being really like painful. And her, she had a really great um, t- tweet that maybe I can link to in the episode, like a, a thread about it that I think got some like good attention because it spoke to a lot of fangirls specifically fan people. But you know, again, it is like a really gendered ex- experience on the internet. But um. Basically, like, don't make people feel crazy for, like, needing uh, an outlet and also having feelings about people that you're being constantly exposed to in a very certain way. And then when that's disrupted, people – it's, like, it's okay. It's, like, it's a pretty harmless way to engage with the world in a lot of ways. Like, obviously, if you're, like, doing something, you know, if you're stalking them, like, it can – like, anything, it can get out of control. But, like, the backlash to it as if we needed to, like – punish or penalize or shame people for being invested is coming from some like pretty dark places. She says it better, but I think it's interesting. And you and I noted notably like didn't have that experience with John Mulaney. And you were saying that like you felt that a little bit more in this, in this, right. In this moment where it's like, right, we all have our people. We all have our celebrities, maybe not all, but a lot of us do that. It's like, like, I didn't even realize I would care that much. Yeah. I didn't either. And I don't even know what the caring is that I have. Because I'm like, did anyone do anything wrong? Maybe in the way that humans are complicated. But also like, what is wrong? And also like, why? how would I know? And also, and also like, I like all the people involved in a way where like, in any version, the relationship is cool, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah, fun to think about. I think the one thing that gave me a pang is I was like, oh, Lorene is like a little bit older. Mm -hmm. A lot older. Like more than a decade. Yeah. And that was like a moment that I had where I was like, oh, she's been like with this guy for like 10 years. Mm -hmm. But again, who knows? Maybe she was like, I don't want to be with you anymore. Like who knows? Who knows? But the stuff it brings up is based in real justifiable feelings. I think think something I, I feel about it is like, hmm. I think I 
felt, and I love Bo Burnham. Okay. So like, great. I want him to be happy. <laughs> right. Uh, I wanted everybody to be well. There was something really hopeful to me about the Phoebe Bridgers, Paul Mescal story, at least as it was again, sold to the public, which is that like, they were fans of one another and we like watched them meet on Instagram live. I didn't see that in real time, but I have since seen that video and it's like very cute. And you can see a very um, familiar feeling, at least I have had with the people I have crushes on where it's like, oh, I just am like, a fan of what you make. And now it's really fun to find out that you're also like charming and funny, you know, or that you might actually feel the same about me. And that's like such um, fertile ground for like a sexy beginning. And that happened publicly. And also, I mean, there as, as many jokes as are made about Phoebe Bridgers being like an icon for depressed people everywhere. And I think then on the other side of that, Paul Muscal being this like super hot, really masculine, tender, young like, you know, he's on the edge of millennial Gen Z. Like he's he's kind of just like this perfect little example of like soft masculinity in, in a way, even though he is so hyper-masculine, but like normal people, which really put him on the map in the US at least, like he, he cries, he's in therapy. We see him fall in love. We see him pine, right? There's a lot to that. Anyway, the two of them, like being happy in a relationship together was just like so hopeful, especially after the last few years. I think, you know, everything is still related to the pandemic to me in so many ways. And I think like that felt hopeful. And it's sad to me to think that that ended. And now Phoebe Bridgers is potentially with Bo Burnham, who is like a really anxious, depressed person by his own admission um, and makes art around that as well. And it's like, oh, it's I hope you guys are happy. Like, I just want, for me, I need you to be happy. And of course they're not like, I mean, nobody is all the time. It's fine. It's not their job. It's not their responsibility. It's just that. I think there, there's like some tension there where I'm like, oh, it's miserable. Like that's a miss. If, it, if it's as bad as, if it's the worst version of things, which is like everybody's hurt and things weren't communicated well and people are left behind. And if that's the worst version, that's really sad. <laughs> like, yeah, hurt, hurt people, hurt people. Yeah. And it felt like for a little while, it was like, oh, hurt people are in love and going to make marriage work. They're going to make... Literally, I was like <laughs> so primed for Phoebe's happy love album. Yeah. Yeah. And and then the other thing I would say is like you and I have joked that... It's not really a joke, but it... Well, yeah, to say like, I, I again, I'm not that excited by celebrity gossip and celebra- celebrities generally, but the kind of art that those three people tend to be a part of is so, um, I guess, I don't know, just like autobiographical, you know, expression of realness, like authentic, whatever, all of those words that we use that like I can envision being at a dinner party with them in varying ways and like having things to talk about. Right now, it's not like, I don't think it's a delusional thing to be like, yeah, I think we like have some things in common or like, I mean, that's, I think why a lot of people plug into them. And so there's that, yeah, what we've joked about is that feeling of like, wow, they are like a friend group, like Joe Alwyn. Taylor, they're not really, I don't know if they are, but like they're all in this, like this company of like Lena Dunham, Taylor Swift, Joe Alwyn, Phoebe Waller-Bridge. I mean, it, they're, it's like, oh, all that art is influencing each other. I want to be a fly on the wall in that room. And now it's like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting stuff. Yeah. I think it's interesting. I think it's interesting. It'll be, and, and of course, the only thing we actually do have access to is the art that people make, that those people make. So it'll be interesting to see what kind of art comes out of whatever the reality is. Yeah. Um, that, that is the gift they give the public more to me than gossip that is based in, you know, 
who knows what. Nice. Cool. You like that? I like that. (laughs) Well, that's our little palate cleanser. Yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for another episode of a recap of Emily in Paris. That will come out in a couple of days. Thanks for listening.